0: Welcome to the Emotion Podcast with me, Melissa Curran, founder and CEO of the Modern Mind Group. We're dedicated to improving your people skills so that you can have better relationships with others for a much more fulfilling life or career. People skills are not just a nice to have, they're a have to have. So when it comes to organizations as well, this really does impact the workplace and the results that you'll get from that. We're gonna be delving into topics such as emotional intelligence, communication, leadership, workplace wellbeing, mental health, culture, and performance. I'm gonna be answering your questions on all of these topics and sharing some insights from my career to help you move forward and definitely emotioneer a modern mindset. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel or on the Facebook page As well as LinkedIn. We look forward to connecting with you there. So, what is emotioneering? Well, let's look first at what it is not. So, Tesla, incredible brand, incredible company, fantastic mission, are creating high-performance vehicles and cars. They're driven by electric. They're continuing to improve and tweak and adapt their vehicles to improve their skill their ability and to just enhance their performance over time and they're continuing to do that so they're driven by electric people are not driven by electric or diesel or petrol people are driven by emotion so we're not engineering we're emotioneering human performance we're really helping people to increase their ability and their skill. We have to speak to their hearts. We have to connect with their emotions to do that. It's our brain's first instinct to think with our emotions and based on our experiences of life. So emotioneering is about human performance. It's how we grow as individuals, as well as how we grow within the workplace. It's how we improve our relationships and how we improve our skills how we improve our abilities to have more fulfilled lives and careers, right? So why does that matter, Mel? Why on earth are we talking about this and why does it matter? Well, for us as individuals, it can actually be argued that we are having the one overall motivation in life to have fulfilled, meaningful relationships with people. That's the only way to fulfillment, some people will argue with loved ones with friends and family it's how we interact socially that's going to make us feel much happier and prolongs our lives apparently so as well for organizations emotion hearing matters because as we work with people and not robots although the robots are there as well at the moment but we're working with people it's knowing how to motivate and inspire those people It's giving meaning to what they do, which will equal your results and your culture of your business. If you're a CEO out there now and you want to have a legacy, your wish, your dream, your purpose, your strategy is all focusing towards legacy. That means you're going to leave something lasting behind. Then it really has to be about the people. Because that culture and that education and the way that people feel about what they do and about the company that they're in has to continue once you're gone. So, yes, it's about the results. It's about the reactions as well. So I talk about emotioneering the modern mindset. So what is a modern mindset? Well, how we communicate and understand ourselves has a lot to do, actually, with when we were born So years ago, think about it, no internet. You were lucky if you had a wall phone, a phone on the wall that you had to wait for people to phone you. You had to wait for someone else to finish so that you could pick up and phone somebody else. Hell, some people even had phones down the street. They didn't even have one within their home, right? And they probably only told their family or closest friends their innermost feelings and communicated often through song lyrics, through writing, and ex- other expressive ways. Current day, look at it, fast forward, bring us up to the here and the now. And what we're looking at is these Wiz kids, almost born with a phone in their hand, okay, communicating through social media, uh, emojis. This blows my mind Google knows their secrets before their friends and family. Google knows everything before friends and family. That is intense. That is wild to think that we would seek, (laughs) seek out the answers before talking to the people that are closest to us about maybe some of our inner struggles. Uh, But that's, that's where we're at. Those, you know, people in the world tend to do that. I mean, I do that now and again as well. But if you look at it, that sort of more modern day uh, people that were born more in the, in the younger world are not so keen on face to face communication or expressing their feelings that way or over the phone. They're likely to express them through YouTube or through TikTok. This often makes me think of my mum calling me for dinner. Melissa, dinner's ready. When I was a kid, I was probably running outside, running around. It was quite a tomboy, uh, <laughs> maybe playing—I don't know—stuck in the mud or um, or, or marble or something like this when we were younger. But I often think now, how would you call someone for dinner? Would would you have to create a TikTok video, put it up there, uh, saying asking you for dinner with a dance <laughs> to be more successful in, in getting your kids to come uh, to the table for dinner? But but that's what we're looking at. We're looking at many different generations communicating in many different ways with many different preferences so if if we look at obviously years and years ago we look at the now well the bit in the middle are people that were born with no internet they had a phone but then they started to learn about the internet the internet was born uh, maybe in the more teenage years you had snake on your phone if your mobile phone ran out of credit you'd then use the house phone because you'd prefer to text your friends before you picked up the phone often but this group of people tend to want to communicate everywhere but may need help with communicating that particular message well if we think about that what is a modern mindset if we've looked at what it what it entails the why the the history behind it well a modern mindset and what is needed right now is to understand and improve our emotional intelligence it is to feel empowered to express ourselves and being enabled to do that with or without technology you see the world demands that of us so it doesn't shouldn't really matter when you were born you can be equipped for a modern world that demands high emotional intelligence, strong communication and good technical skill. Right. We, we can. In tomorrow's world, all of these things will go hand in hand. Why? Because AI or artificial intelligence starts to replace the long and tedious tasks that required human labor to do that. Now, it doesn't mean that as human beings, we're we're not going to be needed. Of course, it just means that it's going to throw the emotional intelligence, the expression and the communication that we do much more into the limelight, and it's going to be magnified. So it will increase the demand for emotional intelligence by six times over the next few years, right? If you look at what happened in 2020, think about it. Suddenly, we're in a world where we have to communicate online and how we do that effectively. Other people can see us communicating a lot more in the modern world. And are we doing that effectively? Are we empowering other people through our communication? So all of these skills that we talk about in the modern mindset are crucial for our social ability with friends, family, as well as in the workplace with our colleagues and our customers so our people skills are no longer a nice to have then absolutely must have skill so yeah let's master a modern mindset together going forward so many people will say well how do we become confident how do we feel empowered to communicate and express ourselves through our lives mal how do how do we actually do that how do you do it And I'll bring it back to the emotion earring triangle and this triangle that I've created because ultimately what we're doing is we're moving people from fear towards confidence to have experience that creates this confidence. And the only way that we can actually do that is by encouraging people and educating people so that they build up enough of their own courage To cross over that fear, to cross over into the courage zone where they decide to make a decision, where they take their life and the responsibility that they have and they go for it. They absolutely go for it because once they know the how, they feel it's possible, they believe in more and that they can do it, then they're going to give it a go and they're gonna make that decision and they're gonna go for it and they're gonna take one step and then two steps and then three steps before you know it you've got someone that's got quite a bit of confidence why because they experienced it they know that it's possible to do those things and that actually it wasn't about perfection or getting something right it was actually about starting it so when i look at the triangle it's got fear at the top it's got courage to the right and it has got confidence to the left and we are working through that process to the top to the right and to the left and that's what we do with humans that's what we do with people we help them to find the courage to create their lives to create change for themselves to move out of the comfort zone and to reach their potential And the only way that they can do that is with our encouragement and our empowerment. So learning absolutely must have meaning. People skills, the people that are helping other people be better people need to be better people themselves. Because otherwise, if you cannot speak to someone's heart, you cannot change their mind. So that's what it's all about and that's the emotion hearing triangle that's how we help other people most people will come to me because they want to make a difficult decision because they don't want to screw it up because they don't want to do something wrong because they're scared of the rejection or the failure that comes from a life lesson when I, i i go back to i don't know i don't know why i've i've never really worried about giving something a go and it not going okay Uh, I remember when I was a teenager and for me I wanted to be an athlete I was in the athletics club I wasn't great at doing the long distance running but the one thing that I knew I was great at was this springy energy I had this these fast twitch fibers in me that could do things quickly explosively and I loved the high jump and trampolining but specifically looking at the high jump I used to spend hours, hours at the gym with the bar set up and I'd be writing down where I got to. And if anybody knows how to do high jump, you cannot improve in the high jump unless you knock that bar down. And let me tell you now, I knocked that bar down hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times But the elation and the excitement and the rush of, energy and happiness I felt when I got over that bar was enough to keep me going back the next day and the next day after that and all you're doing is just making incremental improvements and if somebody had told me you'll never get there I think I would have gone even harder <laughs> to prove that it was possible uh I do my um athletic days are very much behind me I do play volleyball now uh, for Swansea we Swansea City uh with my team and I also enjoy paddleboarding a lot more now so I suppose I am I'm quite sporty um and I do enjoy the the level of skill it requires but I'm not scared to not know it I'm not scared to not be great at doing a volleyball spike in comparison to people that have been doing it 10 years we all have to start somewhere and that is what emotion hearing is about is is definitely that encouragement to tell them that it can get better to help people understand that if they want it enough it is possible but where there's a will there's a way but there has to also be a plan that has to be a how but inspire their hearts speak to their minds and we will be able to get there one step at a time so what does scare me well we know not trying uh, it's not through skill it's not through potentially rejection or being able to give something a go I tend to feel more scared about situations that are more catastrophic that could have more implications um One of the scariest things that I've ever had to go through was to see my dad collapse with a heart attack. And since that point, when life does pull the rug from under you, and that is the most critical time and the most scared that I've ever been, I think it really does put life into perspective for you to understand that we are only here once and that things can happen. So I do have to keep my anxiety in check. Um, Since that day, I have panic attacks at times. And I've learned how to manage that and reduce the effects of that to look out for triggers and to know what happens. So I, I can manage my fears and I'll I'll tell you one thing it manifested itself into is being afraid of flying prior to losing my dad I had never ever worried about flying and something happening while I was on a plane and afterwards I felt like I was scared about everything all things Uh, I would anticipate and worry about the event when I was getting on the plane uh, before I was on the plane during the air And when we were starting to land, it was as if that wasn't bothering me too much. But it it really did take over my whole thought process. My my whole body was in this fight or flight situation for quite a long time. And I I did seek some help over that. And that's why I do know that fear and anxiety can be overcome because I didn't say to myself, no, I'm not going to do it. I said to myself, I'm going to do it even though I'm going to feel this and I'm going to have this emotion and I'm going to try and work my way through it and hopefully habitualize a way to make it normal or to find a different way through it. I didn't want to give up, but it was one of the most difficult things that I've had to do and experience. And when you really are scared and and you do fear, the ultimate of, of what we all fear is not being here anymore then it does make you change your behavior. It makes you understand yourself a lot more. If you can have outlook from in if you can stop, have a look at what you're doing, how your life is, the things that you do on a daily basis. Was there other things that were adding to my stress and my anxiety? Yes, there were. It wasn't just manifesting itself into that. So all of these things, and you have to take a holistic view why we're unable to maybe move forward. So what's the biggest lesson that I've learned in my life on this planet so far? Well, I'd say there's two very, very clear ones to me. And the first one is that fear is a reaction. Courage is a decision. And confidence is an absolute outcome. Those three pillars, and when we look at that emotionary triangle and what we're aiming to do in life to reach our potential, we have to move past fear. We have to move past it and have the courage to say, I have to do this because of my values, my beliefs, and I want to overcome these things to be able to reach the other side, to be able to know what it's like to be out of my comfort zone. And yeah, find out what you didn't know you were great at. Or what's outside of that comfort zone? And the second thing, which absolutely smacks me square in the face day in, day out, time after time within my life, is this quote behind me on the shelf that you can't see, some of you, but if you're watching on this video, you can. Everything happens gradually and suddenly. And I remember being told this quote, and it will never leave me, and it is why it is there. Because all of the little things add up. Everything happens gradually and suddenly if we gradually ignore our emotions and we bury them deep down and we don't let them out then suddenly there's going to be an explosion or a breakdown if we put off talking to people gradually day after day suddenly they're not going to be there to speak to anymore or to fix it or to fill the void and if we don't brush our teeth gradually every day, suddenly our teeth are going to fall out and our hearts and our bodies, if we don't look after ourselves and keep moving and gradually do things on a daily basis, then suddenly our bodies are going to give up on us. So when I do battle with this mortality fear and when I do think about tomorrow and start to feel anxious I focus on what I can do in the here and now. What am I doing today that is going to make the difference for tomorrow and the day after tomorrow and the day after that? Because that's all that matters is the here and now and the present that we're in.